There we go. All right, very good. All right, this week from GNC Week in Review, powered by geeknewscentral.com. CES 2021 is going to happen in Las Vegas. Google face a lawsuit, and Apple's latest update brings audio to its Apple News Plus. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Friday, June 25th, 2020. My name is Kirk Corliss, along with Scott Ertz. And this episode 60 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. We are streaming live on Facebook.com slash GNC Week in Review. Also on YouTube at GNC Week in Review. So please be sure to say hello in chat or comment. If you miss a live video, you can always catch the replay later. And also can um, on YouTube channel, please make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so you don't miss an episode. So if you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find in the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, or Stitcher. You have a comment, be it on social media or email, that all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. Um, now, the news is a little bit light this week, um, understandably so, a lot of um, sadness in the world and the, the pandemic and, and the protests, and so um, it's a lot going on, so I'm trying to, we're gonna, this is going to be a little bit light news, so we're going to try to make this uh, podcast um, a lot, of te- a lot of content, but a little bit, a little less, a little less tech news. Um, if, so, if if you don't mind, before we get into the news, yeah, I would like to give one quick update on one of our stories uh, from last week, where we okay. talked about the Sony PlayStation event. Okay. Uh, it has been uh, postponed indefinitely. Oh wow! Um, f- uh, for the same reason that Google has postponed their uh, Android 11. Yeah, uh, yep. event um, yep. because um, they both said that this is not a time to celebrate and we will right. let you know uh, when we're back. Right. And and with that, uh, I know we talked last week that um, uh, I'm I was supposed to have an event tomorrow. We have also postponed that until the end of the month. So, uh, OK, we a lot a lot of things are being being pushed right now. Right. For good reason. For good reason, of um, course. And I, because it's it's not party time right now. There are other right. more important things. Uh, right. I mean, within within 24 hours of our broadcast last week, uh, the mall where we have our Fab Lab was under attack. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's weird things going on right now. It's best right. to just... But not right. everything's being postponed in the world right right absolutely and that's our top story this week um the consumer technology association that's the group behind ces plans to hold ces 2021 in person in las vegas next january um despite there are some concerns that the coronavirus may may still be a threat uh the cta has announced that it intends to give exhibitors a way to showcase their products quote physically both physically and in las vegas and digitally the LVCC is the primary venue where the event is where the event is held. is scheduled to complete a nine hundred eighty million dollar expansion just in time for next year's show. Um, the CTA, the CTA promises new health policies for the show. Um, they intend to regularly quote regularly clean and sanitize spaces, 
and offer, quote, sanitation stations. It also plans to widen aisles and seats to increase distancing, limit, quote, unquote, touch points. Uh, they said they'll look into doing temperature scans and it plans to issue best practices like wearing a mask, which uh, I checked on the CTA website. Nothing's really set in stone. Um, but I did check um, online and a lot of casinos are open. I don't except people that work there. No one was wearing a mask. No one was wearing. No one's doing social distancing. So there was some talk on Twitter that um, when you attend CES, for those who don't know, um, myself along with TPN um, goes to CES um, 20, uh, to cover it. And there's this "quote unquote" CES flu. And for the most which, part, there's some <laughs> which which for those people who go to any other conventions or conferences, it's generally referred to as con crud. It's, it's the same thing, <laughs> whether, whether you do comic book or anime conventions, or you do uh, business conferences, uh, basically anybody who's ever been to a live in-person event is probably familiar with the term con crud. When it comes to CES, it right. tends to be called the CES flu. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. But it's the same idea. Right. I just don't think, I mean, honestly, there's like a lot of company. Well, they said that when I looked on the, through a lot of the news that a lot of big companies are going to be attending, but here's the thing. Microsoft never, hasn't been there in many years. Yes. Um, uh, who else? Um, uh, there's a lot of big well, companies. Apple Microsoft, hasn't been there. Microsoft hasn't exhibited in many years. They have a right. huge presence. Right. Um, uh, at, the Mandalay Bay. They have an entire mm -hmm. floor of conference right. rooms, but right. they haven't. They haven't been on the show floor. They gave their space up to what High Sense and mm -hmm. Dish Network or somebody a number of years ago. Right. And Apple Maybe. hasn't exhibited ever. Right. They've been there Gondos in, in eons, from what I understand. But they did uh, participate in a roundtable for the first time this year uh, in. 16 years, I think, was their first time having any presence at the show. Okay. Uh, one of their executives spoke at a roundtable. Hmm. I mean, which is, in the grand scheme of things, fairly irrelevant because most people <laughs> never hear about the roundtables. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. There's not really a lot of discussion. But I remember, like we talked about when we were at the at last year at CS 2020 with Microsoft, and and I and they had they don't have press can go in there. You have the Microsoft attendee. But um, but I think that for the most part, they're playing the whole things digitally and also in person. And it's going to be it's and if you haven't been a CES and I w and I hope you catch the uh, catch a replay on Plug It's Live or on that has the uh, the coverage on it. But going to CES, it's uh, over 100,000 plus people that attend it. 165,000, I think, was the number this year. Oh, OK. OK. Because they weren't able to. <laughs> <laughs> hundred and sixty five thousand people attending mm -hmm. which is an important number because that doesn't right. include security and all that that is that is badged attendees which is i mean hundred sixty five thousand people is crazy it's and crazy security and all that stuff on top of it mm -hmm. not so right yeah, I don't know like how it's gonna how this gonna they're gonna spread people out and social distancing because because I know that LBCC it's there's no like really it, it's 
it's big. It's huge. I, I mean, I only been to a quarter of it, but how are they going? I mean, that's going to be really like, cause a lot of the booths are like, they have right. massive booths. Yeah. So it'd be kind of interesting to see how they're going to do that. And with the new, yeah. now the, the, um, the expansion is right across the street from Manly Bay, right? No. The, or is the, it the expansion? Oh, you weren't there back then. Um, so if, if you've ever been to the convention center, there's the North hall, there's the central hall and there's the South hall. That's mm -hmm. at a, at an angle, Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of the South Hall, there is an overpass over the Las Vegas Convention Center Boulevard okay. uh, that takes you to what used to be the gold parking lot, which is where we used to park. Mm -hmm. um, that over that walk over air bridge mm -hmm. uh, will now take you to the other convention center. It's it. uh, it's where the Mirage Hotel used to be. I think it's the Mirage that they took down mm -hmm. uh, to build this. Mm hmm. So it's it's right across the street. If if you were in the courtyard of the convention center this year, mm -hmm. you could see the new building. I see. I see. Okay. Because I I was looking at it in all of its partial built glory <laughs> while we were picking up the armbands for CES mm -hmm. this year. And I'm like, that's gonna be a crazy building over there. I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, there's a lot Todd mentioned, even Todd uh, mentioned to it as well that he can't wait to see it. I'm kind of curious to see it as well. And um, I hopefully, you know, because we'll be there, um, and we obviously there's something in set in stone as far as um, how we're going. I mean, the the plans. Usually, the plans won't be happening until like late fall. So um, they don't get settled until then. I start about right. now. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, <laughs> it, I'm just trying it to takes like. Us, it takes us more than six months to get CES ready. So that's true. Yeah, especially with the booking of guests and sponsorships, sponsors, and. Um, getting and also well as far as like registering for media because that's a whole different that's a whole different kettle of fish yeah, as well uh, <laughs> yeah for for those who have never attended ces and have only watched coverage it all looks like this it's easy <laughs> this glossy beautiful slick event mm -hmm. and when you're on the and for most attendees that's right. what it is for most right. exhibitors. That's what mm -hmm. it is. But for right. the press, the press, it's a whole, especially, especially those of us who broadcast those who have a right. physical uh, studio, a physical space. Mm -hmm. um, we see the kind of the underbelly of right. the show. <laughs> and it's definitely a different experience for, in us more, in more, for a lot of people. Right. In more ways than one, because I remember I've heard of stories and it's like, I, I'm thinking, holy crap! But then going there in 2018 and going through all and going through all that, literally, you have to jump through hoops. Yeah, through hoops just to get in. You can open the door. You have your media badge on, which I have my badge with me. Um, you have your media badge and everything. You walk in the door, but once you get in, it's like you literally have to like, you know, show them your bag, show them your your badge. And everything else, I'm like, what are you, my firstborn too? <laughs> the, but interestingly, it's the first time. Mm -hmm. Because after the first time, if you get them to put the little stickers on, I was trying right. to see if I had one, a bag with a sticker on it within reach, and I don't. Uh, mm -hmm. If you get them to put the sticker on, mm -hmm. they never check you again. But right. 
from today to tomorrow, who the hell knows what I've put in the bag? <laughs> it is, it is like this weird mixture of like hyper protective and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I understand being protective, and I and I know that sure. it's all being. But believe consi- me, I get it. Like consistency, but consistency. Mm-hmm. That's the right. thing. It's so inconsistent. I can go in today with a bag that has uh, a camera in it, get the little sticker, and tomorrow they will not open that bag. It's been 24 hours. I could have put anything in that bag. Right. Right. I could have taken that sticker off and put it on another bag. (laughs) Whatever. It's still better than every, every door being open and people can just walk in wherever, however. That's true. That's true. And I know that was chaos. I remember when I was there last year and I went to, when I went to um, LBCC and I was on Facebook live, you know, and there were, there was, there was a dog that was sniffing. I'm like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cute doggy and everything. So I'm talking about, okay, this is North hall, central hall. I'm in central hall. Now I came here. I think it was central hall. So I walked in and there's this guy that was like adamant about getting in. And the guy goes, he was like, no mas, no mas, you know, you, you can't come in without a badge. So he looked at me probably a split second saw my badge was like, okay you can go in <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but i i'm just kind of like i said i think between now and you know we'll have coverage um tbm will have t- coverage on gnc weekly um plug it's live geek new central um the tech ranch the gadget professor and on and on and on <laughs> yeah yeah we'll, so, we'll be everywhere there's yeah you'll the so i think part of what this is and part of what we'll see here is that there's going to be a lower attendance, mm-hmm, right? right? You're going to see some right. companies decide not to exhibit um, right. just for a year, not on a permanent basis like Microsoft no. or somebody, but, uh, uh, or God, Intel. What? Um, <laughs> I still cannot believe that I Intel know. gave up their space anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you'll, you'll see some companies not exhibit this year. You'll see right. attendees not attend. Uh, right this year so you'll have a lower population we've also mm-hmm. got the new building uh to be able to spread out across right. um, so i think there are ways to accomplish it from what i understand they are currently mm-hmm. working with the exhibitors uh mm-hmm. to redraw the booths so that they can expand uh walkways and stuff um, mm-hmm. so it seems like they have a plan we'll see yeah. how much of it comes to fruition because mm-hmm. I'll tell you, the security measures, ooh, they came in last minute and they managed to, you know, nail it. I mean, they, they were happy enough with the procedures that they have stuck as mm-hmm. is since. Right. So, um, I, and that was, I don't remember what the trigger was a couple of years ago, but it was like uh, three weeks before CES, they mm-hmm. sent out a whole new security thing. They're like, hey, so these are going to be the rules this year. Sorry about that. <laughs> was did it, did it have something to do with the shooting, or was it I was some a whole a whole separate a whole separate thing? Because the shooting was in December, right? Right, December. Some yeah, you're right. So I think maybe that probably had something to do with it. Maybe it was absolutely that. Okay, because uh, I December of seventeen that would have made CES twenty eighteen the first and eighteen nineteen and twenty we were in the sands. It would have had to have been sixteen. Would have had to have been January okay. 16 because we were still mm. we were still broadcasting from the South Hall. Okay, 
Okay. Because I had, they may have something to do with it because I mean, the security there, I mean, every, I mean, literally between the ho- not just Mon- not just at the convention center on the sands, but like the hotels and yeah, I mean, it was like, yeah, I'd never seen that. Me- I mean, there was Marshall, there was Las Vegas Marshalls, there was Las Vegas Metro PD. I mean, it was like wall to wall cops. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, the, the overall security of the city went up after mm-hmm. uh, after the the concert, but right. Um, but the CES procedures went into place. It would have had to have been January of 16, so it was even before okay. Pulse. So okay, it was right, before. Right. Any of that stuff. Okay. I'm just curious. I understand that you know. I understand that people have concerns because with the pandemic, and I don't want to want to. Inf- yeah. in, I don't want to you know saturate people because it's you know. But and I understand the concerns, but because they want to wait for a vaccine, what have you? Because you're going to get sick, and a lot of people say you're going to get sick eventually. So I'm just kind of curious again how they're going to with the overflow with the new building. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna as, be as we get closer, we'll get more information. The, yeah, I'm the idea curious. that the idea that CES has said we are holding an in-person event this year, I think that was an important move because mm-hmm. now, you know, you and I and Michelle and Todd, we we have enough information to start making decisions. Okay, right. Which, you know, which is important. Right. That's absolutely now. Will we be in the same space we've been for the last couple of years? Probably uh, not. No, that's a whole you know, thing. are they gonna right. sh- are they gonna shift that whole room around? I mean, we might be the only ones that are safe because we are kind of up against the wall. You know, we're Literally, kind of in a weird place. Uh, everybody else might be up for a shift. We might be the only ones who are who are protected from a move. Um, but you know, I I think the I think the show's going to look a lot different in 2021, oh, I, but we oh, don't absolutely. know what it'll look like yet. Yeah, we a lot just of- know that they're bucking the trend. The C- that's the that like that's the takeaway right. here, right? right? The CTA is bucking the trend. They are saying mm-hmm. we are confident enough right now to say that by January 2021, we think holding an in-person event will be fine. Right. Which is a big statement. Oh, absolutely. And I noticed and again, I don't know if you saw again, I was looking online on YouTube, a lot of Las Vegas um vloggers. They, and people were coming out like, I mean, there is that there is that concern about it, mm-hmm. but there's money being spent. There's yep. money being spent and it's changing hands. But be it the the, ho- the hotels opened yesterday at 10 a.m. I think. It was from what I saw, I could be wrong, but I think it was four. That was yeah, you're right. Yes, you're right. The you're casinos. Right. The casinos, the, right. The the hotels have been open for a week. The casinos, the floors were not. So oh, okay. I think 10 a.m. yesterday mm-hmm. is when the the casinos opened. Okay. Which was so a big for, step. It is. And that's um, and that's why I think and like you said, you know, C, the CTA made a big you know step in saying, okay, we and there's other conferences like F eight um F eight uh canceled, um FIFA canceled. Um there's a mm-hmm. lot of conferences that a lot like Comic Con canceled, um saying um a lot of all these big conferences. So for CTA to put this out there and say, you know, we're going to be, we're holding this conference, you know, and we're going to like, you know, we're going to see, you know, and I think it's going to, and you're right, it's going to be a little different. There's not going to be as met. There is going to be a lot of people, of course. <laughs> irregardless, irregardless of the 100K or less or more. It, yeah. It's still going to be a huge. I bet, I bet this will be the first year that attendance doesn't grow. Mm. 
uh, in the in the decade or more that I've been going, attendance has grown every year. I bet this will be the first year that that isn't the case. Um, but that won't and, be the CTA's fault. <laughs> right. No, it's not going to be their fault. That's and important. I, it's important right. to note that, you know, yes, the stats are going to are probably all going to tank this year. Either that or they're right. going to go up because people are so itching to go to a conference. <laughs> There's that possibility. <laughs> oh, um, I was supposed to go to a conference. The um, podcast movement conference was supposed to uh-huh. be um uh in august but they moved it to october and i was gonna go but i'm gonna wait until next year i'm like itching to go i mean you know again i tell scott and i told a lot of people when i get the the registration for ces uh, for press and what have you that's like my christmas mm-hmm. you know i'm like i'm ex- i was excited and when i saw this when i saw this on the news and you know and i'm like you know with all the all the things that are going on in the world at least it's kind of made my day a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a little light of normalcy in the distance right exactly exactly and, and exactly. when you say it's your it's like your christmas let's just clarify for people who haven't done this before and in Please. the in the lead up to ces mm. we all get so excited we're like l- like he said little kids just waiting for christmas right and yep. then basically once it starts we're all like oh is it over yet <laughs> <laughs> it yep. is the weirdest thing because i think it is. God, i think on sunday we were thinking oh right and it hadn't even start it was two days from starting and we were already <laughs> <laughs> it is an exhausting week it uh, is basically it is. no sleep uh for our right. team now right. our experience is different from others um right you know having a having a studio and having to be there before open and not leave until mm-hmm. after close because right. the our space is open to the to the world right um, right right you know right. makes makes our days longer and then we have events after hours and you know mm-hmm. you get back to the hotel at at midnight and you're like right. well i've i've got first shift tomorrow i have to be at the convention center at eight so right Somebody else is in charge of cleaning up. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's like, it is a long, long week. And I remember I was there 2018 and I was there last, this past year. And it's, and we're, and the team that I'm on with Scott, you know, with, with TPN, I was technical director. So I was TDing a couple of the mornings. And by the time I was done, you know, and then going to the press day at uh, Showstoppers, and, and and I was by the time I got to my hotel to Plaza, I'm like, OMG, was that like did that that day just like went like like within a split second, like what uh-huh. the- <laughs> and you're exhausted when you get back. Oh, 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 you're absolutely but, right. But absolutely right it is that. it's the most fun week mm-hmm. of the year for me i i i absolutely love it and by week we really mean it's kind of like likewise. 10 days uh, right likewise because we start because we start setting up on saturday Oops. and we 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 get out on on friday so it's kind of like a week and a half um right. but but it's you know it, it's a lot of fun but it is an it exhausting is. week it is an exhausting week. And, so michelle who's the executive producer of <laughs> of the event this year just said uh in the chat it's the most fun ever three exclamation points <laughs> <laughs> it is it is the most fun michelle you're absolutely right and i it's a lot of it's a lot of fun and 
you know, and I met Scott in 2018 and, you know, and I met Michelle and, and Danielle and, and it was the best, it was the best, um, you know, cause I, me, I love, I love tech, but to cover it, working with Todd as executive producer and, you know, to go down there. And I was like amazed of everything that's been going on. And we're also independent media as well. So a lot of times with a lot of major networks, ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, what have you, um, you know, they only do a snippet. Whereas with, with the coverage, we do like expanded, like we try to get as many interviews as we can. And we can do whatever we want. Exactly. I mean, within the rules of CES, but you know, we, we don't have network rules. We don't have, you know, there's all this stuff over top that, that right. we have that other networks have to deal with. Like uh, when CNET gave Dish Network the best of CES award mm-hmm. and uh, their parent company, CBS, uh, mm-hmm. almost fired the team because CBS was suing Dish Network at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have any of that. Whoever right. we want to give an award to, we do because we don't got no rules. It doesn't exactly. matter. <laughs> exactly. And there's mistakes being made and there's mixed bloopers. And I just hopefully what I'm going to do, I'd like to do, Scott, between now and like I would say the fall, I want to play some of the, the coverage, just a couple of snippets of it. Yeah. Because I because I was still I tell Scott this. I've been giggling. There's <laughs> there's some moments where Marlo, I don't want I, I <laughs> I don't want to like go into like all of it, but you know, but it was like, there's the best highlights were Marlo's interviews. I like Don's interviews as well. Uh, I would say that the, the best 20 seconds of the entire four days of live can be summed up with this motion. For those of you who are watching, uh, I have never seen a human being, the shade of red that Marlo turned. When that thing made that motion, yep. <laughs> that's the one I'm talking about. That's the one I'm talking about. That's what I want to play. That's the one I want to play because, and I and I'm just like and and um, we had uh, also uh, Scott interviewed Robbie Cabrera from from um, uh, Benji Lock. Benji Lock. And I must say, I was like, I was so like this is that some of the interviews that one was very was was very touching as well because it was genuine nicest guy on the nicest guy on the planet and the best um part where um kim kelly from hampton mentioned about um about lock stealing where where he said that the mothers cannot steal their daughter's jeans scott just like cracked up I was so unprepared. If you know, if okay, so if the woman from if the woman from Laura De Carlo had said that, I wouldn't have been shocked at all. Right. But something about Kim Kelly saying it, I was just like, wow, that was unexpected. That's what you said. You said that I didn't expect that coming that line from you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. But that's a cool product, by the way. The drawer lock. Mm-hmm. With the biometric on it, that's a cool, that's a cool product. Anyway, that's probably yeah enough of our rambling about about, about CES. CES. We'll talk uh, about it. Well, and things coming on <laughs> the next um, few months, and we'll keep yeah. we'll keep everyone posted and tuned in and like what what have you. But like again, I'm going to definitely with next between now and the fall, at least leading up to it, I'm definitely going to play those clips because Great. that was a like they were the funniest. I must have cracked up. <laughs> 
more often that one morning than than not and that little move that you just made and for those who are listening don't know it's it just watch the video it's on plug it's live if you go down a couple months a few months you'll see it (laughs) not lord not the lord of carlo one i can't publish it Oh, you can't? Nope. Oh, because no. I've got because I've got chil- children's content on my ch- on my site. I can't. Oh. I can't mix and match. Okay. Well, I'll put it's, it up. It's on the live stream, though. It's on live. It's on live stream. I meant to say it's on live stream. But what I'll do is, like I said, I'll um, I'll we'll, in the next few months <laughs> remind me because I'm definitely gonna put that in. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, it'll uh, be the 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 videos are all making their way to TPN right now. Uh, you okay. can find it on techpodcast.com okay. under our stuff, but then mm-hmm. uh, under the actual TPN brand coverage, you'll see our stuff coming soon. So okay, cool. Awesome. I wanted All to right. I wanted to give a bit of a a gap during, especially now with sure, like we said at the beginning of the show, there's so little going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to try and like resurface that stuff uh, okay. during during uh the downtime so you'll start seeing that stuff again through uh tech podcasts on our feed which is cool. a special feed and the laura de carlo interview will be the first one published there since those poor people didn't get published anywhere else well i'm looking for i'm looking forward to it so i have a copy of it so i'm i'm looking forward to it regardless <laughs> all right cool all right next up next in the news google faces a proposed class action lawsuit that accuses Google of invading people's privacy, and a little bit later we'll talk about how you can how you can uh, <laughs> control your privacy and tracking internet use, even when browsers are set to quote private mode. The suit filed Tuesday in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California alleges that Google violates wiretapping and privacy laws by continuing to quote intercept track and collect communications even when people's you even when people use chrome's incognito mode and other other private web browser modes um the there is a uh, quote from the from the complaint excuse me google tracks and collects consumer browsing history and other web activity data no matter what safeguards consumers undertake their data privacy this has been talked about god knows with google and location de- data for like how long now Okay, this topic is, has been driving me crazy all week, and it's mm-hmm. likely to be my internet That's topic on on Sunday. Yep. That's but why I put it in. He, okay, so here's the thing about incognito mode and whatever the other browsers call it. Um, it's not storing cash on your computer. Period. Mm-hmm. That's. That's what incognito or private mode or whatever Firefox calls it. That's mm-hmm. what it does. It does not say that that Google and Facebook aren't going to be able to track you because the pixels are still out there. Now, if you just open incognito mode and and browse the Internet, are you likely to be the same user as as you are when you're signed in? No. Uh, and I read um I read a, a security researcher who did some some tests on this. Um, he built a domain. He put the Facebook and the Google uh, uh, tracking pixels on there. He browsed the website from his computer. Uh, you know, signed into his Facebook account, signed into his Gmail account, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. He browsed the site, 
And then he closed his browser, opened an incognito, and followed the exact same path through the website and mm. closed it and then went and looked at the stats and he was recognized as two different people even though his IP address was the same. Um Alrighty. So, which is which is a good thing. It means that it is not pairing you to yourself just because mm-hmm. it's IP because you could be on a public computer, you could be in a hotel, you could you know whatever. Mm. Um uh but it of course it's still tracking you. <laughs> right. Face, Facebook and Google don't have the ability necessarily to find out whether a browser is in incognito mode Mm -hmm. so their code just runs it is what it is okay it's it's just that this stuff isn't stored so that when you go to a website and then your uh kid opens the browser Mm -hmm. the history is gone honest to god that's all it's for guys (laughs) that is all it does and if you're expecting it to do any more than that you have not read the privacy policies of the browser uh, or anything like that because Google says that's all it does. Well, that's the that's the thing that's uh, I've been talked about and uh, for many for a while now that a lot of people don't read the terms of service where especially not just especially Google is concerned, but Facebook as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or anything. Mm-hmm. how the the idea of just clicking accept and moving on on a on a, a end user agreement mm-hmm. is such a such a trope that it shows up in tv it shows in movies like right right um right. uh the family guy had a thing where uh part of the the agreement was that uh they could come punch you in the stomach and so they did. They just walked into Quagmire's house and punched him in the stomach. It's the, the idea of not reading the terms of service are so common that it shows up in TV shows. Hmm. Um, but that doesn't excuse you from them. It's ignorance of the law does not uh, make you immune to the law. Right. So, I mean, it it is what it is. Um, and. Just because somebody doesn't understand how incognito mode works doesn't mean that uh, this lawsuit is going to go anywhere but in the trash. Well, that's why you know I I my thought when I follow the news and I need that's why you know you have a good mind. That's why I want to kind of like um, educate not necessarily myself a little bit a little more, but also educate our listeners and and you know viewers as well about the importance of keeping your data private and knowing the the i wouldn't say the perils but at least being being aware of what you're using with your phone or uh or you're anything exactly right um, exactly right i mean that no, nothing is safe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no you're right Bra- browsing the web is is an inherently uh unprivate event it always has been uh even if you if you pretend that google and facebook don't exist your Mm -hmm. isp still gets to see everything you do right and and it's just the nature of of the technology is it a great technology not necessarily but it is what it is Um, right and you know there's there's services out there we've got a we've got a uh article uh uh guest post coming uh this weekend um about uh, about this topic 
uh, mm-hmm. specifically. It should probably be up uh, tomorrow afternoon. Okay. Um, about you know, kind of protecting yourself, and you know, for F five Live, our topic for twenty nineteen was was security and privacy. Right. And uh, because of that, we ended up uh, Avram's sponsor for the Pilch Point is uh, yeah. is a company called Pure VPN. Pure VPN. And uh, uh, you know, I've I've been using Pure VPN. Um, I can't use it on everything um, mm-hmm. because sometimes I need the full bandwidth. Uh, you know, doing the show and things like that don't run through the VPN because I need <laughs> I need nothing in my way when pushing video to six different targets. But <laughs> I'm gonna um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna show off the site right now. Just give me a couple seconds. Um, but but yeah, I mean it it obfuscates your browsing and mm-hmm. the name is slightly inappropriate because it's not really a vpn it's a um it's a a proxy service but it installs on your devices as a vpn so because because iphone doesn't have uh, a true proxy capability so you know you do what you do Uh, (laughs) uh, you get around things the way you get around things it is what it is um but but yeah services like this uh and i mean there's lots of them out there uh the, the 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 fact that you can get uh I think if you sign up I don't know if it's a public price or just our price uh, yeah. but I know if you sign up for two years you can get it for like three bucks a month or something like that which is mm-hmm. you know the average price on something like it's ten bucks and you know for for ten bucks a month if you're worried about your privacy you know ten bucks a month to to improve your privacy is, is not bad um, right. but yeah. Services like that are the thing that people think seem to think incognito mode is, which it is mm-hmm. not. It mm-hmm. is very defined in the browser what it does and does not do. And right. this lawsuit is going to get laughed out of court. Yep. Like the like a lot of lawsuits that were uh, that. <laughs> so this is not the news. So I'm just kind of curious what's going to happen. All right. Very good. All right. Now, uh, next on episode 58, it was reported and we talked about that um, Home Chef had a data breach. And speaking of data breaches, there was a recent study that found that most people, excuse me, don't change their passwords too seriously following a data breach. Just about a third of users typically change their passwords after an announcement about a breach. And this is from um, Carnegie Mellon University Security and Privacy Institute that presented this uh, early presented this early this month. <clears throat> of all the users, <clears throat> excuse me, um, there was data on 249 participants where that was collected between 20, January 2017 and December 2018. Of all the users, just 63 had accounts on breach domains that publicly shared a breach during the collection period. Of those 63 users, only 21 went to the breach site to change their passwords. Further, just 15 of those users did so within three months of the announcement. Now, for me personally, <laughs> for me personally, years ago, I did I did that. I went to the uh, the breach site to change the password. Now, I'm trying to. Um, there's uh, there's different password managers. LastPass is what I use, um, so it's good to do that. So, God forbid something happens. I'm okay, but uh, don't use the same password. I <laughs> I saw <laughs> this is a funny story. Um, there was a, I mentioned um, one of the funny stories was like I think um, I think a year ago I can't remember what episode it was, 
the top most used passwords don't don't use passwords. And one of them was you ever see Spaceballs? Of course. <laughs> one, Many two, times. Three, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that one's uh, either is number one or number two every year on yep. on the end of year lists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it tends to trade places with one, two, three, four, five, six as the right. <laughs> uh, passwords. Another common one. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. here, if if you are not sure, if you're the kind of person who uses a password a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to see if that information is out in the wild, there is a wonderful website, haveibeenpwned.com, oh. yep. uh, where you can put in your email address, mm-hmm. separate from your password, mm-hmm. <laughs> two different lookups, <laughs> and it will tell you if yep. uh, your email address has been uh, taken in a, in, a, in a hijack, and if your password is found anywhere mm-hmm. um whether attached to you or not so you know if you use one two three four five it's gonna show up right guaranteed uh <laughs> um but but um it, it's definitely worth uh worth investigating um he's got they're approaching 10 billion records mm. well which is a lot <laughs> it, is, it is a lot you're right is a lot because that's more than there are people mm-hmm. so that's a lot of records uh that they're maintaining and uh he's constantly getting getting breaches sent to him anytime anytime that data shows up on the on the dark web somebody will get a hold of it and send it to him and it gets imported into the into the system they've got 450 plus uh websites uh hacks that are that are included in that 10 billion records mm. So it's definitely worth worth looking at if you use Absolutely. if you reuse passwords, mm-hmm. uh, that site will become your best friend <laughs> to find right. out how much trouble you're in. Oh, absolutely. No, and again, I mean, again, I used to, you know, do the use I, you know, I went to the breach site and um, you know, and I changed the password there, but also getaway, you know, is use again, use a password manager, LastPass, there's there's others out there. Um, but always we try to like, you know, make sure that you're again, being safe, you know, there's always, like you said, there's always, there's some flaws happen, but at least maybe to protect yourself in some way, at least it'll, you know, it'll, um, it'll help you a little bit in the, um, in the long run. All right. Now, next in the news, the latest iOS 13.5.5 beta has revealed a new audio feature for the company's Apple News Plus service that adds podcast-style recordings of long-form articles to the app. This was uh, discovered by 9to5Mac. Apparently, this was they were working on a feature earlier this year, um, but the newly revealed section of the news app marks its first real look at the audio endeavor. The beta adds a quote, a new quote audio tabs to the Apple News app where the audio versions audio versions of the stories be collected. Now the audio stories are available are only available for subscribers to the nine dollar ninety nine cents a month Apple News Plus subscriptions. Okay, now here's my okay. take on this. Okay, there's podcasts, there's biz po- podcasts you can get on Apple Podcasts and and all the other po- podcasters. There's F, there's F Five Live. Um, there's news. Um, there's new po- There's tons of news podcasts. So, 
why would I mean, does it? Why would you want to spend ten dollars for a feature where you can get news stories through many different avenues for free? Um, okay, so okay, the Apple News Plus is more than this, okay. um, which is an important an important thing to note. My guess is very few people are going to spend the ten dollars just for this feature. Uh, okay. There will be some, okay, but not everybody. Um, mm-hmm. The reason you're going to spend the ten dollars is to get uh, access to the the content behind paywalls from mm-hmm. services like Wall Street Journal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be your, your probably your main reason for signing up for the for the plus service. Okay. Um, but I will tell you that the concept of not digital red, mm. but human red articles mm-hmm. has been well. Audible articles has been around for a while. Um, mm. The company that I founded, um, we built. Um, an automated, like a, a, a digital read app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't been in that office for five years. Um, I wonder if Michelle remembers when, when we did that, because I think, I think Danielle might've been involved in it. Um, and, and so it would take the text, you'd give it an RSS feed. It would take the text. It would be able to read the, the, the text from the article. It was a pretty cool idea, but you know, digital, red stuff is not fun mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know it today if we were to use the the company that was on the show at ces mm. uh that had that human uh uh human processed voice synth oh, oh um, you might be able to make that work or cam or cam that's the was that or, who it was yeah it was or cam uh, yep uh you that we might be able to make that work but the idea of actual honest to god human red articles has been popular. I'm seeing it on websites now um, mm. where they're doing their own uh, uh, recorded read-throughs. It's something that we've been toying around with ourselves. Okay. Um, some people just like to listen to content. Uh, right. Versus uh, read it. So it's just another plus accessibility, right? Some people, okay. some people can't see. It gives right. them access to the text. As it was written by the author with no podcast commentary or anything around it, mm-hmm. just the text as it was written by the author. So it's funny that you say that. It's, it's funny that you say that because the I know that I guess, well, I guess there's podcast. The New York Times does a podcast, The Daily, and they do they do they they had reporters talk about their stories that were published. And they they put they post they publish it every and the first thing in the morning, um, I think it's like 6 a.m. Eastern, I think it is, or what have you. Um, but I just, I'm just like, I mean, I'm not, I know there's Apple fanboys, and believe me, <laughs> call me out if I'm wrong. But I, I just think that if the, again, you know, I know that there's the paid wall, the paid wall as far as the content's concerned, but that's why I'm curious when they, on this beta, that they're going to add this in, where again, I, I, again, we have the the content you can listen to, you know, the news and and, got, and again, every subject you know known to man. So that's why it was just like, you know, it was really, 
I don't know. To see why would I do that? Yeah, it's it's all about it's all about making partially making the 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 articles the content more accessible, mm-hmm. but also um, partially about. Um, I am not a I'm not an audiobook person. Mm-hmm. I'm not, but, I, <laughs> but I know people who much prefer an audiobook over a physical book. True. Uh, my 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 uh I guess now former business partner Mark um he uh he much prefers an audiobook over a over a regular book. He likes to listen to content and I, so that's the reason why we built that that tool was specifically for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wanted to be able to listen to my my articles. Right. And so we built a thing and you know he liked it and we had it out in the, the Windows phone store and we had I don't know, a couple hundred downloads on it. So there were other people who wanted it, which mm-hmm. means there are people who want it. Mm-hmm. Apple's just leaning into something people want, which I'm I'm fine with. Uh CNET yeah. has uh, I think it's CNET like 15% of their articles or something like that end up getting a, an, uh, a listen to button added to them. Right. They're, they're read by humans. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's the same idea. Yeah. It's just being done on a grander scale. And there's a, there's an app. I can't remember the name of it. It might be called Listle L I S T L E, but Mm. that might be something else Mm. um, that uh, does this. Like that's what they do. Is they okay. take content and have humans uh, record it? Um, hmm. I've got a friend who's a voice actor who uh, who applied to work for him. So, hmm. yeah, I guess yeah, that's why I'm like that's why that's to have a little bit of uh, you know point counterpoint. You know, one point. You know, again, me, I think it's you know it's a it's a benefit. One benefit, yeah, it's a benefit to I guess had the extra I guess extra content versus. The other side, again, you know, call me out if I'm wrong. You know, I'd love to hear feedback, you know, if I'm wrong or not, that, you know, I can listen to these, listen to pretty much the spoken word through different, not necessarily at the news per se, but as far mm-hmm. as spoken word, you know, um, you know, I can get it pretty much anywhere. Yeah. You know, but, so. but, but in this case, you know, why, why, if you go back, let's go back 10 years, mm-hmm. you could get. Uh, movie listings in the newspaper by calling movie phone, movie phone. or right. by going online. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same information, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, movie phone on their website or on the phone literally gave you the same information. That's true. Uh, but right. one was in print and one was audible. This is the same thing. It's just right. making print audible, which is, yeah. which is appealing for some people and not for others. It's not for me, but for right. those who it is, this could be a this could be a huge benefit and uh, help them stay on top of what's going on. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Next up, um, AT and T wireless customers without unlimited data plans won't have to worry about going to going over their data usage when streaming HBO Max. The company isn't counting usage from its own streaming service. Um, AT and T confirmed an email to CNET on Wednesday that wireless subscribers streaming HBO Max won't HBO Max Video excuse me, won't incur data charges, which the company said will help its customers save money. 
Um, the spoke, a spokesperson told CNET, quote, this is based on a sponsored data arrangement. There's a program we offer on the same terms to any entities which is sponsored data for the customers. This is similar to arrangements some of our competitors have. Okay. And, and that competitor is T-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody is wondering what some of our competitors have means, AT&T is specifically referring to T-Mobile and the fact that basically all of the major uh, media streaming services don't count against your data caps right. uh, on a T-Mobile plan. But also, you got to keep in mind that when you're on AT&T and you're going, if you don't want to watch Netflix or Hulu, it's going to go and it's going to get right. your data. Right. <laughs> Whereas, I mean, not to not to you know prop up T-Mobile or anything. Um, right. I, I'm not a T-Mobile subscriber or a T-Mobile sponsor no. or anything. Right, but, right. Uh, but um, you know, uh, T-Mobile, when they started this program a couple of years ago, they got, honestly, they got everybody from Netflix and Hulu right. to uh, Spotify and Apple Music yep. all to jump on board with this program to help sponsor mm -hmm. the data so mm -hmm. that it didn't count. Mm -hmm. So it does basically, it doesn't matter what you're, what service you're using there's a couple like title well after the buyout title might change but title wasn't <laughs> wasn't in the uh in the mix sprint owns 50 percent of title so mm -hmm. now t-mobile owns 50 percent of title so the the rules might go. change there right well again i don't know but <laughs> Well, again, I don't know. I guess, again, like I said with last episode, I think it was that I don't know if they're going to, like, HBO Max is going to be, uh, <laughs> I don't know yeah. if it's going to be viable. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it, one of the things that's always worked is uh, service bundling, um, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to the streaming services. Um, right. You know, Comcast is making sure that, that Peacock... Uh, will have good numbers by uh, giving the, I think the middle tier to their cable subscribers for free. In right. fact, they have it now. We don't get it till July, but Comcast subscribers already have access to no. Peacock. Mm -hmm. um, yep. You know, uh, uh, AT&T was giving access to AT&T TV. Mm -hmm. Well, it was DirecTV. DirecTV now. Now, uh, at the time, you know, they gave, right. they were given that for free unless you were on a business account. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so I didn't get it, um, but you know there. These bundle ideas have been. Uh, I mean, Verizon had the NFL, and mm -hmm. Sprint had the NFL before Verizon. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, the, these kind of bundled plans. You know, Hulu with Sprint, uh, Spotify with Xbox Live. Mm -hmm. uh, you know all these. These things are, are pretty common uh, success points, so it only makes sense for them to pair these things together and say, "Here, this is this is the streaming service you want to use on our network because it doesn't count against your data." Mm -hmm. So, I it's, it's a little heavy-handed, but you know, yep. it, it's a successful concept. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how we'll see how we'll see how it goes. All right, speaking of the HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, over on AndroidCentral.com, what's new on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Video, Hulu, Disney Plus, and HBO um, this month? Um, there's uh, Netflix. There's um, the final season of Fuller House. Um, Patriot um, 
uh, which I recommend that show. It's a really good, really good show. Um, I season five premiered this morning. I saw, I saw that. I got this. I got the notification. Three a.m. this morning. Three. <laughs> uh, that if you're on the East Coast, it was three a.m. If you're on the West Coast, it was at midnight, which makes way more sense. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I got the I got the notification, so I you know I, I'm behind on my Netflix viewing, so I have to get myself caught up. So did you watch? Did you watch it? What did you? No, watch? not yet. Not that's yet. not that's not one of the shows that I'm up at three a.m. ready to watch. Stranger good, Things. Yes. Good point. <laughs> If it was the original cast, if it was the the, the OG, I'd yeah. have been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. I I'm not totally in love with the new group. There's a lot of talk of the of uh, the. There are some people that don't really the versus the old. I loved it when it, the old group when that was on Bravo. On um, Bravo, uh-huh. I thought that was the the best. Uh, it was like it was warm, touching. It had a lot of emotions wrapped around this one. Uh, I'm kind yeah. of kind of divided. Yeah, I I like a couple of the guys. I liked all the original guys, and you know the fact that I, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I'm a little biased. I'm friends with one of the original cast oh, okay. members, so I I'm a little biased there. But uh, but um, I I always preferred the original. Oh, mm-hmm. what is this? Um, I'm not gonna play the audio, but uh, this is um. Uh, this is if you're watching the video. I'm not going to play the audio because I don't get to take down or anything. But I have no idea what this is. This trailer. This is a trailer from Netflix. I have no idea what this is. Is that Will Ferrell it, in Viking outfit? It it looks like it. Oh, okay. I got to find out what that is. Eurovision. <laughs> Wait, Eurovision. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I have no idea who that is. Okay, um, that's Gabriel Iglesias. Okay, uh, if you're watching a video, or if you're listening on, looks like a, so that oh, okay, F, F is for family. Did you watch this show? I have I have not, but uh, I am aware of it. It's the be- It is the most. I'm not going to play the audio because, but it, there's a lot of f bombs on it. But I'm telling you, you have to watch. It's a I highly recommend it. It was a really good, um, really good show. Um, all right, so that's let me see. Okay, so looks like some interesting stuff going on this month at Netflix. Yeah, I knew that I knew the politician season two was coming. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, they'll have some good, uh, some good comedy special specials this month. That's not going to be one of them, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, also, what's new on Amazon Prime Video in June? Um, uh, there's a Joseph, Joseph Gordon Levitt is a co-pilot with a hijacking problem. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt tends to only get involved in things that are going to be a success. So that's a good sign. Right. <laughs> with a hijacking problem in 7,500. I am. I'm all right. June 19th, 7,500 on Amazon prime. Right. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait. I have wait. no idea what in the world it is, and I cannot wait. I don't know what it is either. <laughs> Disney's got Marvel stuff yep. coming. Uh, yeah, Frozen. Gonna, yeah, I'm not going to play the audio. If you're listening, I'm playing the uh, video from the trailer from Disney+. Well, Plus. Um, looks like a lot of Disney Channel type stuff coming, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing really... Marvel Studio, Marvel. I, I, I was gonna say, I think this is, I think this is the month that 
that the last of the external contracts expired for mm -hmm. uh, for the Marvel stuff. So that means that everything should be available this month. I think mm -hmm. I might be wrong, but I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Tarzan. Oh, the old Tarzan Ooh. cartoons. Oof. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hmm. All right. All right. Moving along. Some interesting stuff coming there. Um, HBO. What's new on HBO? HBO Max. Speaking of HBO Max, Every, everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> um, I think that's the. I think that's the point. Uh, right. It's a brand new service, so everything's new. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, what's new on Hulu in June? Um, that that series, Love Victor, which was supposed to be on Fox, I think, which is a, um, which is I think is a serial version of the Love Simon uh, story, something similar to Love Simon, or a sequel, or a, something like that. Um. But Fox decided they didn't want to air it, and so they gave it to Hulu since they own it. Okay. Well, if you're listening, I'm not playing the audio because I don't get a takedown. But um, they're showing a trailer of the um, from Hulu of Love Victor. That was uh, that was one of those things that like that I, I bet if they could go back in time, they'd have changed their mind on changing the contract, <laughs> only because. They weren't prepared for this big block of no content over the summer for broadcast television where they'd have to. Oh, see, it is Love, Simon. Ha <laughs> ha. I thought so. <laughs> I've been following this story because the contracting on it has been fascinating. Um, okay. I bet if they could go back six months, they would change it and air it on TV because <laughs> not because it's a particularly good story or they necessarily care, but mm. because this summer is going to be a drought of content on television mm -hmm. because I mean, even, even survivor is stuck right now because even they can't film despite the fact that they're in the middle of nowhere in Fiji, even, even survivor is shut down. And, and the amazing race also, they only yeah. they stop production like three quarters away in. So, but they interact with the outside world in a way that Survivor doesn't. Mm -hmm. That's true, too. That's true, too. You're right. You're it's, right. It's possible that the contestants on Survivor would be in the safest possible condition being secluded out in Fiji. Right. <laughs> with just them and the production team. <laughs> right. But, right. Um, yeah, that's that's a, a difficult space right now is broadcast mm -hmm. television to the point. I mean, we're watching we're watching Fox run reruns of stuff while celebrities talk over top of it like right. like mystery science theater 3000 for just regular tv mm -hmm. <laughs> fascinating well they're, well they're rerunning um hell's kitchen and uh rerunning hell's kitchen for but, like from two years from two years ago mind yeah, you it's, well, ago. it's season 18 it's the most recent season in fairness well, i'm sorry La last year sorry it, okay it is the most recent season but season 19 premieres uh in a couple of weeks, uh, I can't from wait. What, from oh. what I'm, I'm told. Oh, so. I can't wait! I can't wait! Oh, I can't wait! I have to like. I'm just because I usually. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm so happy! I'm Me like, too. I'll be a happy camper. When I come <laughs> oh, you have no idea! All right, moving right along. Um, in what's um, 
in the do you need help with your tech um over on make sure I get my screen yep okay um uh whoops wrong one there we go okay the from androidcentral.com the best android phones um they have their pet these are their picks from best overall one play one plus eight pro to the best affordable which boggles my mind the samsung galaxy z flip um well when you've got four phones to choose from <laughs> there you go <laughs> it's a 25 percent chance that it's gonna be the winner right yeah that's that's true i just didn't want didn't understand why they put this in the best phones like couldn't they just like i mean they're foldable phones like they're just about they're just getting ready for the surface duo to come in and own the category and all hell's gonna break loose <laughs> Yeah, when Microsoft owns uh, a category of Android phone, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be a mess. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna keep an eye on that puppy. Definitely keep an eye. I agree with about the best, best value with Google Pixel 3a. the The camera is great, um, but the or the three yeah 3a XL I have the best camera on the four. A lot of people didn't really. I know this is Android Central's picks, but. But the best, ca- from what I've been seeing, the camera on the Pixel 4L hasn't been that that great. It hasn't lived up to the standards of um, of um, of the uh, Pixel 3. Yeah, or if the- only that was the only problem there, right? <laughs> Amongst other things. <laughs> All right. Next up, um, uh, this is we talking about about privacy over also on AndroidCentral.com. How to make your Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and other social media accounts private. And I'll link up in the show notes on how you can do the step-by-step on how to do that. Over on, again, we talked about location data. <laughs> um, also on AndroidCentral.com, how to find and disable apps sharing your location on Android. So to walk you through on on how to do that. That's and- a... that that. Uh, on a very focused level, that's that's important. Um, one of the things that we should we should also note is that you should regularly pay attention to all of the permissions that mm-hmm. apps that you have downloaded mm-hmm. uh, are are uh, accessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, location is obviously a big one, right. but uh, contacts is another one. You know, if you've got you've got a solitaire game that has asked for your contacts, guess mm-hmm. what? You're not playing a solitaire game. Right. Yeah. There, <laughs> right. There's, there's other things going on there. So, you know, maintaining your, your, uh, your permissions is an important thing in general. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Next up in the, um, also from ubergizmo.com, And I use it, do this often, how to check your laptop's battery health, um, it'll show you, walk you through on how to, what is a battery cycle, um, how to check your MacBook's battery cycle, um, how to check your Windows laptop battery health. And I know we're going back to, I'm going to go reference CES for one second because it's important because <laughs> when I was um, using my laptop um, to um, do a couple things and I unplugged it, I had it downstairs in the control room. And I'm, and I'm hitting the panic button. I'm like, did I plug it in? Did I not plug it in? So I had to like run every couple of like few hours, make sure A is plugged in and B, <laughs> how how good is the battery? Because yeah. I mean, when you need to like know that um, to uh, that way, God forbid something happens and you want to use it for some reason, you're at your battery level, your battery 
levels at E, and then you have to wait another good four, five, six, you know, seven hours to charge it. You're gonna, you don't want to be screwed. All right. Lastly, um, over on AndroidCentral.com, how to use your Android phones Pro or manual camera mode. And I, I had, like I said, I had the Pixel Three A XL. I love the camera on it. And um, I, had, I took a photography class. Um, on, there's a lot of different settings you can use um, on how to with, you know, on ISO and the shutter speed and and there's a lot of different apps you can use. But this is a great um, this the uh, great guy to have. And this all links up. It will be in the um, show notes on this episode for GNCWeekly.com. And that is the tech news for this week for Friday, June 5th, 2020. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary for geeknewscentral.com. Be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at geeknewscentral.com forward slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. And then... Be sure to tune, watch and tune in the live stream on GNCWIR's Facebook live page or on YouTube's page Friday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure to please subscribe, like and subscribe to the channel because I would love to get more than love to get some more subscribers to the channel. What we would love, excuse me, we would love to get more subscribers to the channel. For sure. Um, if you have comments on this week's episode, love to hear from them. Be, uh, head on over to gncweekly.com forward slash connect via email, Twitter, or Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Kirk Corliss. Scott is on Twitter at triple T M A B O. Till next time on the next episode of GNC Week in Review. So long. Ciao. All right. There we go. <clears throat>